Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is Tuesday, 7.38 in the morning. I am driving to work. We have been going over some scriptures and currently we're in James, James chapter 1. And we talked about uh, the various trials, producing patience. We kind of went over those scriptures there in the beginning part of chapter 1 of James. Uh, But... Chapter 1, verse 5 of James is an incredible blessing. It's a huge uh, scripture that, the go-to scripture for me to help me navigate through this life with wisdom because we all need wisdom every single day for everything that we encounter, for all the decisions that we have to make, for everything we have to do, right? Well, James chapter 1, verse 5 says this, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him try to figure it out on his own. No. If any of you lacks wisdom, ask a bunch of friends and see which advice is the best. Nope. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Let's just stop right there. If you lack wisdom, ask God for it. He is the source, the fountainhead, the core of wisdom. So if we lack wisdom, which we do because we're human, we're imperfect, and we need God's wisdom. We can't go searching high and low for wisdom of this world. That's not wisdom. That's foolishness, the Bible says. But if we lack wisdom, if we need to know what to do, ask God. And what is he going to do? Be mad at you? Go, wow, you should have known better. You're dumb. No, God, that's not God's heart. If any of you lacks wisdom, ask of God. Who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to you. I mean, is that amazing or what? If that doesn't display and portray God's heart, I don't know what will. If you need wisdom, and remember, uh, remember, wisdom is the action that we take post-knowledge. Like, you know something, wisdom is enacting and putting in action what you know, living it out. Because it's one thing to read the Bible, it's another thing to be the Bible, if you will. Like we read it, but then we enact it, then we do it, then we adhere to it, then we follow it. And so if we lack wisdom, yes, ask God. He's not going to be bothered by you asking. But what he's going to do, he's going to give you wisdom liberally. In other words, he's not like, here's a little bit of wisdom, you have to figure the rest out yourself. You know, sometimes we live like that. Yeah, God's given me a little bit of wisdom, but the rest I'm not really sure about. I don't really know what to do, so I'm going to try to just navigate and figure it out on my own. And so um, that's not how God works, right? If you ask for wisdom, He's going to give it to you. He's not just going to give you a little bit. He's going to give you more than enough. And you know what? We need that wisdom. We need wisdom overflowing in our lives every single day because we, have, we face so much. We go through so much that we want to make sure we're navigating as God being the captain and the leader of our lives. If we lack wisdom, ask God. He'll give it to you liberally. He won't make you feel guilty for asking, right? He won't make you feel bad, but he'll just give it to you. What an example for us, you know? People ask of us. Sometimes we could be like, who do they think they are? But no, give liberally. We're not called to take. We're called to give as believers, right? And so I know I love this. I love this scripture. I love um, this verse. You know, he, he'll give without reproach. He'll give you wisdom liberally. 
it will be given. But there's an element of asking that needs to be included. And that's in verse 6. Because when we ask, we need to ask in faith. And that's what James goes on to say in verse 6. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, you see. We, when you ask God, when you talk to him with skepticism, uh, skepticism and doubt and questioning everything, well, that's not the way to ask him. You may not get what you're asking for if you ask with doubt, not even believing yourself that God can answer prayers, that he can do the miraculous, that he can work radically. And then James goes on, you know, James is very direct. He's very direct, very matter of fact, very straight and to the point. He says in one sentence what some people say in a whole chapter. But he says, man, ask in faith with no doubting for, and he talks about those who doubt. They're like a wave of sea driven and tossed by the wind. Like you don't know which way it's going. You're all over the place. If you let doubt go unchecked, you're going to be confused and lost and questioning everything. And those pesky what-if questions are going to come and invade your life, you know? Now, I'm not saying it, don't doubt at all or else you're just, you know, you have no faith. Of course, doubt should lead to digging into God's Word even more, which will in turn result in solidifying our faith. You know? And James goes on, and again, he's he's pretty um, pretty straightforward, pretty harsh, some would say. Uh, but he goes on to talk about those who doubt. Uh, those who are skeptics, those who question God and are not really fully letting Him lead. They're kind of like double-minded people. They're unstable in all their ways. And he talks about that in verse 7 and 8. Uh, don't, I don't want to be unstable, do you? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know we're humans. I know we're imperfect. <clears throat> I know we can tend to be unstable. That's like innate, as our sin nature is innate. But, you know, Jesus is our stability. He is our foundation. He is our cornerstone in which we build our lives. Right? We need to believe that 100%. If we only believe that 80%, well, 20% is going to be doubt. And our prayers aren't going to be heard. We need to believe 100%. Lord, you're my stability. You're my foundation. You're the source of wisdom. And I need to go to you on a regular basis. And you will give me the wisdom I need. To not only just get through this life, but to understand and realize our blessings through this life. To be joyful through this life, from day to day. We don't want to be seen as double-minded, right? Unstable. That's what doubt unchecked does. That's what doubt does if we don't look in the right place or to the right person in order to quench that doubt. And that's the Lord. You look to the external, you look to people, you look to the world, with your doubt, well, guess what? They're going to confirm your doubt. And they're going to fill you with a bunch of lies. And we don't live off of lies, right? We live off of the truth. That is God's word. We adhere to it. We believe it. And so when we pray, we need to pray in faith. Believing. Truly believing in whom we're talking to. 
truly believing in what he can do, truly believing that he will give us all, all the wisdom that we would ever need and more. Do you believe that today? Do I believe that? He speaks truth. We don't have to let lies have the last word. Because lies are from the father of lies, which is the enemy. He actually is the inventor of lies. God didn't make up lies. He was the enemy. And so we resist the lies. We resist the worldly wisdom, too, that people give that aren't even in line with the Bible. Uh Uh-uh. Don't give in to that. We also resist the flesh, which tries to, you know, justify things and do things on our own. You know, well, 20% is me figuring it out. 80% is God. No, it's 100% God. And when that's the case, then you're living by faith. You're praying in faith. And the results will be God being pleased and you being exactly where he wants you to be. How amazing is that? So James chapter 1 verse about 5 to 8. Just such wisdom there. You lack wisdom? Ask God. He knows what he's doing. Ask in faith. Don't be double-minded. Don't be unstable. And the way to not be unstable is to truly believe in him and his word and his truth 100% of the time. God bless you. I hope you guys have an awesome uh, Tuesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.